0: CM Punk addresses the crowd after getting booed out of the building at AEW Collision. Sting and Darby Allen's forbidden door partner has been revealed. Could a former WWE star be a part of AEW All In? And a WWE couple renew their wedding vows. Hello and welcome to the Soul Sunday News here at What Culture Wrestling with myself, Andrew Pollard. I hope you're doing well. we got lots of wrestling talk. Collision week two, part two, the second episode of AEW Collision aired last night or very early this morning if you are here in the UK. And it was a very notable night for CM Punk. Every night is a notable night for Crazy Phil. Um, of course, CM Punk made his uh, his AEW return last Saturday at Collision, the premiere episode, then appeared on AEW Dynamite. caused some people to get a boo-boo face and go home in a bad mood, which just sounds absolutely daft. Get over yourself, grow up. Um, but anyway, last night... CM Punk, FTR and Ricky Starks took on Switchblade Jay White, Juice Robinson and the Guns in the main event of AW Collision and Toronto was not very kind to CM Punk. Now of course, last week's Collision and last week's Dynamite both were held in Chicago, the United Centre and CM Punk is beloved in Chicago. Even then there were a smi- I mean it wasn't a 100% positive uh, reaction to CM Punk uh, in Chicago but like 90% of people. Oh, here in Toronto, it was a very different, um, a very different beast. Heavy, heavy booze. There were some cheers, of course. This is how things are going to be, I think, for CM Punk in markets that aren't in Chicago. There's going to be mixed reactions, and it's how AEW deal with it, um, which, to be fair, Collision, I thought everybody involved handled it perfectly. CM Punk lent into the reactions, the AEW uh, commentary team, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness, uh, I will get to those as a question coming up about those uh, shortly uh, they addressed the elephant in the room, now if this was WWE it would have been oh this is bizarro land in Canada or they would have just completely ignored the whole situation AEW though on commentary they addressed that CM Punk, there, there, there was a negative reaction to him here um, so how did CM Punk react to this after Collision went off the air? while well, he got the microphone? and he addressed the crowd. And in typical CM Punk fashion, even this is something that's got people talking. He didn't really say anything particularly bad, but it's just like, huh? I see what you did there, Phil. Uh, yeah, he got the mic and basically said that he took responsibility for the loss. Now, the loss here was Ricky Starks getting pinned by Jay White, one, two, three, in the middle of the ring. That was how the main event went down. CM Punk said as the captain of the team, he takes responsibility for that loss. Uh, and then he went on to say that, hardly did word it? There was a video that, that's, that well, I mean, a few people put videos. I know Denise Salcedo in particular, there was a video I saw from her uh, recording of, this uh post collision address uh and the wording of it was basically it was a case of uh he took responsibility for the loss he he loses sometimes but they'll come back and keep on fighting just like the Toronto Maple Leafs. So it's kind of this, like a backhanded compliment that the, the Maple Leafs, because they were in Toronto, the Maple Leafs, a eh, uh, history of choking. So, uh, and the way Punk did it was like a spring in his step, like, a boy. I'll keep on fighting like the Maple Leafs. It was all just a, a little cheesy, a little tongue-in-cheek. And again, obviously, again this morning, it's got people talking because CM Punk, that's what he does. For <laughs> love him or hate him, the guy gets people talking. The guy brings in ratings. As we saw, the the last the episode of Collision, the, well, the premiere of Collision, did a really strong number. That whether that maintains, we'll have to see. From this, there's, there's nothing to base. Is Collision a success yet? We can't really say because there's been one episode in terms of ratings. So see how the ratings for week two do. And then even then, it's like, well, that's leading into AW New Japan Pro Wrestling and Forbidden Door, which is tonight. So the next few weeks is where we can gauge how much of a success um, a Collision is and how much of a draw CM Punk is. I, I think they'll be fine. It's just Saturday night. It's Saturday night's alright for fighting, according to Ed and John, but people have things to do on Saturday where maybe they don't want to sit inside and watch professional wrestling. Or, like me, they get up at 4.30am to watch it before work yay um right sting and darby allen will be teaming with drumroll it's not bill goldberg it was never gonna be bill goldberg some people speculate would be bill goldberg it ain't demand. it is indeed Tetsuya Naito now this one, once it was announced on, on Dynamite on Wednesday by Darby that there would be um, basically because of course Chris Jericho I and mean, there was Zuki, and Sammy Guevara will be taking on Darby Alan Sting and a mystery opponent with Derby teasing that, hey Chris you've made a lot of enemies over the years so people were thinking eh, Goldberg they, they had that beef in WCW behind the scenes they had some beef in uh, well <laughs> Jericho tried to get a program going in WCW but Bill was not having any of it but it made it very entertaining TV on Jericho's part. Uh, Then there was a scuffle they had backstage in WWE. They worked together in WWE. So people thought, hmm, Goldberg. Tony Khan has said he'd be interested in Goldberg. Goldberg's talked about how he wants a retirement match or a retirement run. It was never going to be Goldberg. It was always going to be... Well, it wasn't always going to be Naito, but to me Naito seemed the logical... uh, Because, I mean... (laughs) He's he's a massive deal to Tsuya Um he does feel like he's cooled off a little bit in the last couple of years, I'm not going to deny that, but it just felt like he's he's a big deal in terms of New Japan Pro Wrestling and he's not on the card yet, and he has beef with Chris Jericho from years ago, 2018 in fact it was, where Maito lost the Intercontinental title to Jericho, which then Jericho won on a six month reign as the IC champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling, which sounds like a pretty impressive reign. He only, only defended it once, which is against evil, which wasn't up to much. And then Naito got it back at Wrestle Kingdom, what thirteen, I think it was, the, the following January, anyway. But so the point being there is previous there between Jericho and Naito, so that'll be fun to see. It's just that's the, the joy of these shows. Of, of to be fair, it's one of the joys of AEW in terms of the company's approach to working relationships with other promotions. Um, but part of the joy of being is he's like just the random lineups where it's like. Who would have thought, say, you know, four years ago, before AEW was was a thing. Now, um, Darby Allen had been seen in, in Major League Wrestling, as at MJF, uh, which we used to get. Well, we still get that here in the UK. So, like, say Darby had been seen by some people who watched MLW, which I, I appreciate isn't many. But Darby had been seen. So you'd say, like, well, <laughs> in a couple of years' time, we're going to have a brand new wrestling promotion ran by a billionaire <laughs> where you have Darby Allen. Teaming with Sting, who at that point was retired, uh, teaming with Tetsuya Naito. That's, these are the, the craziness of Forbidden Door. And it's, it's, it's cool to see, man. It's, it's, um, very, very cool to see. And what might be cool to see is Davy Boy Smith Jr. could have a role at AEW All In. Now, that is the, the, the UK pay per view, August the 27th from Wembley Stadium. Of course, Davy Boy Smith Jr. is, old oh, man, is of course the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith and David Boy Smith Jr. is Harry Smith, but I'll just call him Harry for this because it'll make things uh, less confusing, pal. Uh, But yeah, there's a report in the Wrestling Observer Newsletter, the latest edition, uh, where Dave Meltzer has noted that there's a chance that Harry could come in. Uh, it's There's not been any formal discussions at this point, but it's something that AEW might look to do before Orlin gets here, which is, again, I mentioned August 27th. So you've still got you've got a couple of months. You've got basically two months to put something together if you want to bring in Harry, who is... God, oh man. It's he's the, the fella seems to get such short shrift these days where I mean, there was that kind of the weird WWE return during the pandemic where he wrestled the SmackDown Dark match. There was an interview that aired on WWE Digitals. And then he just got released. Now, supposedly there was a plan that he was going to head over to NXT UK. That folded. That company folded. NXT. Well, that brand folded. NXT UK. Um, and then there was talk of him maybe going to main NXT or on the main roster. And then he just got released. And it's like, what was the point of that? Absolutely daft to bring him in, just 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 the do nothing with him and then release him. But uh, yes, uh, Harry Smith, David Boy Smith Jr. is—I uh, believe he's a free agent. He is working dates for MLW at the moment with uh, the Billington Bulldogs, the, the, the nephews of the Dynamite Kid. Um, so he is working in MLW, but I'm not, I believe he is still a free agent technically, so he could go and work wherever he wants. Now he's he's been everywhere. The, the Bulldog Jr. where he's been to, obviously WWE, he's had uh, two stints there um, as part of the uh, the the Hart Dynasty. That I think they were called at the time. Is it the Heart Dynasty? I know that it was the Hart Dynasty in, uh, in MLW with Brian Pillman Jr. And, um, oh, my God, crazy. Oh, my God. Teddy Hart. There we go. I was thinking, who's the crazy one? Teddy Hart. Yes, of course. Um, but, yeah, I think it was a Hart Dynasty. with Anyway, with uh, with Tyson Kidd and with, with Natty. So, yeah, he's been in WWE. He's been in New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's been in All Japan Pro Wrestling. He's been in Pro Wrestling. Nowhere. He's been in the NWA. He's been in MLW. He's not been in AW yet, so now now the the speculation here from um, the New Observer doesn't necessarily mention that Davey Boyd Jr. would have a match, just he'd have a presence at All In. Of course, this is 31 years since the Bulldog wrestled Bret the Hitman Hart in the main event of SummerSlam 1992 at Wembley Stadium for the Intercontinental title, one of the greatest matches in WWE history, one of my favourite matches ever. Um, in fact, there's a poster right over there. Um, and it would there, there is a lot of sentiment there in terms of Wembley Stadium Davey Boy, Wembley Stadium again, here we are 31 years later, AEW's first big show in the UK, well, first show in the UK, Davey Boy Jr. Makes sense. Um, The the key thing there, though, uh, which some people may overlook, is that this isn't the same Wembley Stadium as it was that that the Bulldog and Brett wrestled in back in 1992. That stadium was not down in, I believe, 2002. So this is a new Wembley Stadium. But, hey, the, the point remains the same. Uh, now, one last news story to, to wrap up this portion of the Soul the News and Bianca Belair and Montez Ford this weekend renewed their wedding vows. Uh, five years, a five-year anniversary, so they headed out to Las Vegas uh, where they renewed their vows. Bianca took to Instagram to show off a load of photos of this. It's not like they're having a blast. Obviously, I mean, if you're not having a blast when you're renewing your wedding vows, why are you doing it in the first place? Why are you married? But <laughs> they, they are having fun. Uh, congrats to them on the, on the renewal of their vows and I'm sure they're going to have a... But I'm, I'm really intrigued to see where things go for the street profits up there. I was just rambling away uh, on WWE television because they're kind of in a rut at the moment. There's been rumours of a heel turn. There's been rumours of a heel turn for Bianca Belair, which she's kind of been leaning into on TV in the last few weeks. Um So I'm, I'm intrigued where these, or the, the three of them go from here on out. But hey. Congrats to Montez and Bianca. Now, right, let's get to your Twitter questions as I look to uh, attempt to wrap this up. Uh, Right, where do I go here? Twitter would be a good start. I mean, (laughs) I'm kind of flying by the seat of my pants with these at the moment, these Twitter questions. Well, let's just read them out. Sean Finchhausen's got in touch. Hey, Sean. I'd love to see Dustin Rhodes win this year's Owen Cup. Could you see it happening? As he said, this is last year. What a fitting way to end it, in my opinion. Uh, it would be it would be nice to see Dustin ride off into the sunset with a, a, a big victory behind him And I, I'm also I'm very much liking how big a deal they're making the Owen field this year They did last year as well, but just particularly the men's side that the video packages they had on uh, on collision last night It's like yeah, this this feels like it means something It feels like a big deal and if, it, if the talents make it feel like a big deal you You take it yourself and perceive it as a big deal. So yeah, as for Dustin It'd be a nice way to end his career. It'd be really nice um, And obviously uh, Dusty Rhodes is somebody who worked with Owen Hart many a time so, it would be nice. I don't think he's going to win, though. Um, I'm kind of pulling for Ricky Starks, man. Hey, I'm always pulling for Ricky Starks. Absolute, yeah. Um, so uh, that's that's my pick for that. Hector Garcia, the third touch. Um, hey, Hector. It seems like Roman isn't losing his title for WrestleMania. It also feels like Cody should finish the story at WrestleMania. Do you think the path to heating Cody Roman up again to get a rematch is for Cody to win the Rumble, but this time from number one? That is one way to get there. For me though, I feel that Roman is losing the belt before WrestleMania. Um, I, I I don't know. I've got the Royal Rumble there, man. Because I think, to me, in terms of the, the Royal Rumble winner, I want to see Gunther. I, I'd say have him drop the IC title towards the end of the year. Maybe even at the Royal Rumble against, I'd say Damian Priest. It seems like a really good fit to me. And if you did do it at the Rumble, you can still have Gunther enter the Rumble and go on to win it. And then he challenges for the the World Heavyweight Title. Oh. I belt. If Cody's won his title by then, then, yeah. But basically, Gunther gets a big world title match at WrestleMania and he wins. Um, which is nothing to do with Cody Rhodes, really, <laughs> or your question. But I think, yeah, I can I, no, I see Roman. He's not going to lose it at SummerSlam. I'm, I'm kind of thinking Jey Uso versus Roman at SummerSlam, which will be great. Or Jimmy Uso versus Roman at SummerSlam, which will be great. But, I th- I, yeah, so I don't think Roman's losing the belt then. But I just, I can't see him keeping it till Mania. I can't see... That the Cody story being hell because it will be Cody that will be beaten for the title. That's that seems like it's a given. It's just how you get there, and I don't think you can hold off on the Cody story until WrestleMania. It just feels but again, I, I'm enjoying what they've done with Cody, he's so over at the moment, it's, it's, it's ridiculous man, it's daft how, uh, how over he is with the crowd. And the next question is Mitchell Gillam's got in touch, would uh, WWE bring back old pay per views, premium live event names back, which one would you bring back, I'm a huge fan of Armageddon and Judgment Day, Uh if I could bring back a pay per view name, Bad Blood's always a, I don't know, I know I started as an in your house, that, that's always a cool name, um, Judgment Day, I don't think you can now because you've got the Judgment Day faction, so it would feel a little bit, I don't know, stepping on the Judgment Day faction's toes or a little bit kind of too on the nose if you were going to build it around Judgment Day. But I suppose you could. I mean, Ray really Ripley's dominating. If, if Priest gets some big wins, if Valor's kind of been, he's back in the main event scene at the moment, and Dom is Dom. So you, you could kind of have a Judgment Day pay-per-view, I guess. Um, Armageddon. No Mercy was always, that was always a cool one. Um, I always enjoyed that. Um, and also the classic video game as well. So yeah, I maybe go with, with no mercy. That'd probably be my, uh, my pick on that one. Uh, Richie Harris got a touch. Oh, what a photo that is. Uh, how do you feel about the commentary team with Kevin Kelly and Nigel Guinness? Personally, I prefer a two man boo format. In the meantime, here's Ollie and Thea enjoying dog friendly ice cream at the Lake District. What a photo. Thank you very much for sending that in Richie. I hope Ollie and Thea enjoyed very much their ice cream, uh, and the Lake District, lovely place, lovely, uh, corner of the world. Um, right. There will be, uh, after I get done with this, I'll be writing ups and downs for uh, for last night's AW Collision. Simon Miller will be on the video for ups and downs, of course, um, which I believe is actually going to be dropping tomorrow, possibly later today. Um, but anyway, in the ups and downs, there will be lots of love for the two-man commentary team of Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness, because they're great, they're brilliant. They sound amazing. It, it differentiates Collision from the other shows because the other shows, the commentary teams, it just, it sounds too similar. Even though, the, I mean, the commentary teams on Rampage and Dynamite aren't the same, but it's just, there's the same vibe, there's the same voices. Um, not all the same voices, but it's just, there's the same voices. It feels a bit samey. Um, just Rampage is obviously slightly inferior in terms of what happens there and, and whatnot. I mean, you always get decent, really good wrestlers on Rampage, but it's just like, it's the afterthought show. Um, but, you know, I, Kevin Kelly and Nigel McGuinness have been brilliant, Obviously, They've had chemistry for years, going back to when they worked together in Ring of Honor, and they're both very good. I mean, <laughs> Nigel McGuinness, when he was in WWE, was fantastic, and seeing Taylor Made to be—he was just putting him on Raw or SmackDown. He'd be great. He'd be great in the, the, the Cameron Patrick role, I think, even. Um, but then. <laughs> I don't know, he, bring, he does bring the colour, but I, I think you could, you could, anyway, he's not with WWE now, so we'll, I'll stop that part of it. But yeah, the Kevin Kelly's been great with the work he does with New Japan as well, uh, and just, I think, uh, personally, I always prefer a 2 anyway, uh, I just think Bobby Heenan, and Grilla Monsoon, man, fantastic. Uh, right, uh, the Grant Perkins got touch, hey Grant, I hope you and Eva are well, uh, when Braun Breaker finally gets his main roster call-up, if Braun Strowman is still about, who gets the name tweak into what? or <laughs> will we have the very similar sounding Braun and Braun. Oh, well, I, I did see that uh, Braun, uh, Braun Strowman's recently undergone neck fusion surgery. So that's him out for the rest of the year, pretty much. So he's not going to be back on screens too soon. So and best wishes to him in his recovery from that. Cause that's major, major surgery. Um, so and I think Braun Breaker will be back on TV before Braun Strowman does. It's it's a very, it will be a very Vince thing to change their names because they sound too similar. Yeah. Um, Which means it very, very well may happen. I mean, you could Bronson Breaker, but then you've got Bronson Reed. Yeah, I mean the, the the Steiner bit doesn't come into it because it's the Braun. You've got the problem with not Braun and Braun, nothing to do with Breaker or, or Steiner. But no, I I like to think they keep him the same. I like to think they keep him on separate brands. And I yeah, uh, it's it, I just I, I I'm I'm really eager to see Lady Drew Braun break on the main roster. He's he's killing it at the moment in NXT. I'm in no immediate rush to see him if they want to keep him there for a little bit longer or even for the rest of the year. Fair enough, I'm, I'm cool with that. But I do think we'll get to see him maybe. I, th- I wouldn't be surprised if he gets called up in and around SummerSlam, maybe just after SummerSlam. Ah, but anyway, there's more videos floating around here to go and check out. Uh, as mentioned, Simon Miller, I believe, will be back tomorrow with the ups and downs. Um, I've been Andrew Ball here at What Culture Wrestling, the solo Sunday news. I hope you have a great day. Uh, have the best possible day, whatever you're doing. And I will be back. Actually, I will be back in the week with a video review of AEW Fight Forever. It's been recorded. I've been playing it for a few days, well, a week or so now. I cannot say anymore.